Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. up everybody welcome to the believe in usc football podcast this is a bonus episode coming at you oh they're they're pros they already know to throw the fight on that was not choreographed by the way <laughs> i'm your host Kristen lago joined this time by two usc greats lucky me come on we got lendell white of course we got for week and then we've got two-time all-american or all-american two-time national champion there we go lofa tutupu thank you for coming on the pod and before we get started, I do want to thank our presenting sponsor, as we do every week. It is Bet Online. As y'all know, football bat football is back, and Bet Online re- remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You can find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online does feature live betting, free contests, live scores and giveaways all season long. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, the MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. They've got it all covered. Want to tell you to head online to bet online to join and receive 100% off your welcome bonus. So no longer 50%. You can get it for free with (laughs) off your first deposit. So you can use the code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts. I know I say it every week, but I'm not a better, but if you are, this is a good way to get started. I don't know if you guys partake in sports betting, but I don't like to lose money. So hundred percent off. I got to get with the new promo code. There we go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet with that any day of the week. I don't, you know, shit, as long as I can make money, not spending money. That sounds like a plan. Honestly. Yeah. If you're going to get started, I would go with that code. So believe easy to remember. <laughs> yeah. You got to do it. How you been big bro? What's going on with you? Man, so you got the Seattle background. How's yeah. everything treating you? Well, that's you know one of those green screens. That's not actually. <laughs> that's not what. That's not real. <laughs> nah, just space needle right there. Uh, <laughs> nah, man, blessed. Got up early. Got my workout in. I hope everybody else got their workout in because that's important for uh, mental and as well as physical health. And uh, sure. yeah, man. But I'm up here in Seattle. My Hawks are, are doing big things because everybody, they wrote us off, but Gino didn't write back. And so uh, <laughs> it's, it's been I'm, pretty cool. And the Mariners, for the first time in 21 years, are going to the playoffs. I can't tell you how exciting uh, it is, you know, up here in Seattle right now. Oh, that's dope. Now, listen, I, I'm with you with everything you just said, except for one thing. Oh, the weak-ass Seahawks, Loaf. Now, listen, <laughs> as, long as, that old, as long as that old man up there is still doing that schmuck stuff, I don't feel like they're going to be able to win no more. You know what I mean? We we both know who we talking about. It's, it's probably time to get old, old, you know, Stinky Pete out of there and let somebody new come in and coach because, you know, I just don't believe in him no more, man. I'm just being honest with myself. You know, it's he's the Benjamin Button of coaching. He just keeps Truly. getting younger, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he got his knee fixed, so now his jumper's better. I mean, playing more basketball. But uh, – no, man, I think, you know, yeah, it's a re- it's rebuilding, but, you know, as, as I've been here with Pete and then, you know, Lindale, he doesn't believe he's not going to throw in the towel and just, yeah. oh, we're going to, we're going to tank for a better draft pick. He's going to make the most of every opportunity because as he is getting old, man. And so he knows that. And um, I think, you know, he's, he's got, this is his last hurrah, man. So yeah. I think he's going to make the most of it. And Geno Smith playing, 
you know, absolutely insane. They beat the hell out of your Broncos. I was there yeah. for that. <laughs> I was watching that one. Hey, you know what's crazy? I ain't no sorry-ass Bronco fan either. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Lofa, I'm going to be real with you. I'm a Tampa Bay Tom Brady guy. Wherever Tom oh, is, gosh. I am. I like winners. I like winners, man. Every Let me tell you a story, quick story. Yes. 2009, I think it was, we played in Boston, New England. Um, they had, you know, Randy Moss, Tom, it was that team. Bro, we go down there, it's a, it's like a, a snowstorm. If I'm lying, I'm flying. They beat us like 56 to zero or something. And yeah. from that day forward, I swear, I was like, yeah, Tom Brady's the best quarterback I've ever seen. He's throwing fleet flickers in the snow. He's doing like everything. I'm like, man, this, this dude is incredible. So from that day on, I've been Tom Brady and that's it. I, I'm, I'm, they can call me biased or, you know, fair weather, but I'll be that. It, hey, it's, it's hard to go against the GOAT, man. I mean, yeah. you know, the guy played, He's played in more Super Bowls than I did years playing. <laughs> yeah, that's, man, that's what I'd be that trying to explain That puts it in perspective. Yes, <laughs> you just have to, you know, you got to give credit where it's due and respect. And I mean, he, he's the best. You yeah. know, it's, so. it's good to hear that, like, from you or somebody that actually played this game at a high level. Because sometimes I'd be thinking, like, man, maybe I'm, like, you know, a little biased because I do see him win. But I'm, like, when you can literally play in 10, 11 Super Bowls and win eight of those things, like, are we? what are we talking about? Like, yeah. I played in the playoffs maybe twice in my career, got to sniff it. We went 10 and 0 and first round by and got beat the first week we came out of that by. But to get to the Super Bowl is unreal. And you played in one. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, just to, to do it over and over. Like, you know, like they keep saying, oh, this is the year he collapses. This, I mean, he's 45. Like, that's yeah. insane. And, that's incredible, man. And even last year, the... he really, he really had had you know uh, a good argument for MVP of the season mm -hmm. last year at forty four. So yeah. uh, incredible, you know, not just the longevity because you got to have some luck staying healthy. I know he takes care of himself well, but man, did you see so many players come and go because that's just the NFL. Is what have you done for me lately? And right, he does a lot of, he does a lot of winning, so that's why he's still in there. For sure. I think that's crazy. I can't imagine. Obviously, I've never played football, but I don't think I could imagine doing that for. I mean, you've been following it long enough, so you understand. Like it's for him to be playing at twenty-five years at that level. Mm -mm. It's, come on, I mean, it's LeBron James and you know Tom Brady to be playing the way yeah. they are at that level at this age. I mean, LeBron's my age. Sincerely, I'm 37, 38. He's still out there. Like, he could have probably got MVP of the league if he would have played all yeah. year last year. So it's like, man, this stuff is crazy. And I mean, uh, they kudos just, to them. I'm yeah, glad I get to see this in my lifetime. They don't want to just keep giving LeBron the MVP or else he'd have more. Because oh, yeah, he, for sure. Seasons where he got robbed. But, you know, just staying in the line of, you know, witnessing greatness, right? Yeah. You know, with Tom Brady and then now you're talking LeBron. It's a great, you know, another example. Because this is a guy who had the spotlight on him since he was 15. And, you know... Yeah. So to have the passion and keep showing up day in and day out, knowing your body's hurt, you've been playing 20 plus years, but now he's looking forward because he might be able to play with Bronny, man. Yeah, so that's crazy. That's, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. I guess, you know, being, you know, in Seattle, we got to see, you know, Griffey and his dad play. Mm -hmm. and his dad play. So to see that happen again would be, it's going to be insane. It's going to happen. I mean, I he might see two of his sons play with him, with uh, yeah. the younger yeah. one too, with Bryce. Bryce yeah. I, Bronny is going to be dope, but I ain't, I'm not taking nothing away from him, but I'm putting my money on, uh, what's the name, Maximus, is that his name? Or what's, what's the little one, I think that's his middle name, Bryson or what's Bryce, his, Bryce, yeah, yeah. Bryce, yeah, yeah, I think his middle name is Max. So yeah, he's going to be an animal. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Well, 
And because, you know, he's the youngest, so he's getting those extra reps. They say yep. 10,000 hours or, 10, you know, that, 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 uh, for, to, to become an expert at something, he's getting that extra reps, trying to keep up with Bronny. And so it, it's going to be fun to watch, man. Yeah. I, know. I see, uh, Carmelo's son is another one to watch out for too, because <laughs> he don't really get as much, you know, fame or looked at, but man, when you watch his, his tapes online and the way he's hooping, yeah, he's going to be incredible, man. Yeah. All right, enough of that though. I got a quick, I got a quick set, question I wanted to ask you, man, because we're talking about greatness. Um, and me and Chris always talk, uh, not Krista, Kristen, we always talk <laughs> about parallels on this show, man. Yeah. And we talk about like the 2004 or five teams and this team that we're seeing right now with USC. And we, we, we try to compare the parallels. Obviously they have a great offense, right? But one thing, that I'm trying to think of or compare them to is low key the defense that's been showing up. They lead the nation in turnovers. And I know when we play football, what did Pete Carroll used to stress the most? It's all about what? It's all about the ball. Yes, sir. Protect it on offense and take it away on defense. And I think uh, 2003 and four, the two years we got to play together, Lindale, uh, we were plus 19 and plus 21. That's how well you guys took care of it. Wow. That's how well we took it from, and when you, when you have that, just, it's so hard for, for another team. They have to play perfect. Um, yes. You know, even when I go back to the one game we lost together, uh, Cal, triple overtime. Oh. It wasn't just them playing perfect, but we did some things that didn't help ourselves out. And, um, you know, we got down right away. The defense played like shit. In the Can I swear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're good. <laughs> you know, the, the real emotion comes out. When yeah, I that's, that's what we like. Defense, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. And then we, we clawed our way as champions do to get back in that. But really, um, that's what I'm excited about this team right now is because they went to Oregon State, tough place to play. We had a battle up there in the fall yeah. back in 04. And um, we came away with the win at the end. And that's all that matters. And so I think, you know, I'm glad we got to see at least one close game. I don't want too many of these because then they're battle tested. And yep. so that's what's exciting to see because you know that offense you give them more opportunities just like when we you know we had you guys man we get the ball we're like okay we're going up two scores now yeah. and then it gets really fun yes it's, and it's amazing just to see Caleb Williams I mean I, I I followed his career in Oklahoma and I've been telling Kristen this all summer like listen he's going to be a player yeah um, I don't remember other than Rodney Pete I mean people might be shocked by this but we don't really have too many black no quarterbacks that come through USC that can do what he's doing right now. If we think about our long line, you, I think we had Rodney Pete. When I when I think about my time at USC, we had Rocky. Remember Rocky? Rocky Hines. Yeah, Rocky Hines. But, you know, unfortunate situations. He had to transfer to UNLV. But, you know, like that's what I'm saying. I've never get to seen like a, a, a real crazy athletic quarterback back there like that. Mm -hmm. We usually have a drop back, you know, you know, Matt Liner, Sam Darnold, yeah. which these are unbelievable quarterbacks for USC. But to actually see Caleb, you know, out there making plays with his feet. He, like they said, he's a magician, man. I I don't remember the f a last time seeing a quarterback, you know, that could make plays like that on his feet and through the air. He's, he's too smooth, man. It's like the game is in slow He's motion. a magician, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, even I went down, you know, to the, uh, the Fresno game and like, he had a guy open and he thought about it. He's like, no, nah, you know what? This is just an easy 15 yard run. Went right up the gut, juke the guy. And I was like, man, that, that looks so easy. And yeah. I take it back to when you said he was at Oklahoma and I watched him in that, the was the Red River shootout or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Came yeah. back and beat that ass. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Sorry, Sark, I love you. But 
Uh, but yeah, it was uh, for a true freshman to come yeah. off the bench. You know, you know he's not getting any practice reps. Right. And, you know, during the, the the starters getting all the reps. So right, come, yeah, come in and lead them back to a win. Um, he was just so poised back there, and I was like, man, this we're all witnessing something special. So when we were able to get him. And we weren't getting the greatest quarterbacks. I'm not gonna lie, because they were all going to other schools. Yeah, so, for real. That's why you didn't see it, Lindell. Right. No, you're right. You talk about like Bryce. We lost out on Bryce. We lost DJ. DJ. We lost. Uh, there was somebody else that was a you know top quarterback, and this is all in the last, like you said, in the last ten years. So it's like, yeah, we've been and we've been getting really good quarterbacks that get drafted. Yeah. We even gave away a few: Keaton, JT. Um, What's mm -hmm. the oh, Jackson Dart, which will probably be all of them will probably play on Sundays, but yeah. it's by far evident that Caleb is, you know, light years ahead of those guys, man. So I'm glad that, you know, Lincoln Riley came and brought him right along with him, man. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to is winning the recruiting battle. That That's something that Pete did with yeah. you and all the classes that came, you know, before, before us. It was just, oh man, stacked. You had at least five guys as true freshmen that were going to compete for a starting job and play well as a, as yeah. a 18 year old, 19 year old. I remember him coming in and talking major shit. And we're like, yeah, who is this kid? And then uh, he said, Hey, just give me the ball. You'll see. And Arizona state. I mean, you know, so funny story. I don't know if you ever told this one. Oh gosh, I'm ready. After the cow loss, you know, I lived in the defensive house. Lindale's one of the few offensive players that, that come hung out, you know, with us. And uh, so he's in there true freshman and he's like man you know we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have lost if I got the ball and we're you know we're all maybe you know a little tipsy and just like and I'm, just like, I'm like what the fuck did you just say like and so he's like I'm just saying and I was like yeah so we almost got into a fight and you know they, they pulled us apart and I, you know I was pissed and so is he right but the next week he goes out there and puts up 150 and two touchdowns almost had a third and I went up to him on the sideline and he looked at me like, he was like, like, what's up? Like, are you ready? Are you you're gonna do this right here? And I was like, I just want to apologize, man. Uh, <laughs> you can say whatever you want because that was unreal. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's so crazy. Cause I remember that, like, I don't, I remember Arizona state games so vividly because we always had some kind of bounce back game or some type of turmoil we had to, mm -hmm. you know, get over in one of them games. And I just remember, you know, like it was so many emotions because we lost Cal and we definitely shouldn't have lost the triple overtime. We blocking field goals. You know, we it was just the game we shouldn't have lost. So everybody's emotion was crazy. But Pete Carroll, I remember Pete coming to be like, hey, man, you know, Herschel's going to start, but we're going to give you the load. And yeah. I just remember in my head like, yeah, this is my time. I cannot. I can't wait, man. This is what I've been waiting for. And, and we, had, you know, and we, we, out we were trailing in that game. We were trailing a half. Yeah. And then yeah. we started just feeding the beast. And the rest is history. Yeah, man. I, shout out to PC because clearly PC knew something, man. He he came and told me. And that's what's crazy. Like when we know like the history of, you know, USC, like Reggie always had his return game and stuff like that. But what people don't realize is like I was the first freshman or the guy on the team to get the most scaries or lead the league or, or a team in rushing touchdowns. But, you know, that's neither here nor there, man. You know. What'd you but, end up with? 50? How many touchdowns you end up with? 57. That is more than, you know, OJ, Marcus, Reggie. I know. You know what I'm saying? Who's counting? That's just the name of few, man. That's just the name of few. I, I mean, one more touchdown would have been cool because it could have been 58. You know, 50, number, yeah. Number Great number. Number to me, right? 
Man, you know what? I just, I, I'm kind of pissed off at the fact that when we got up to Seattle, <clears throat> that our time up there didn't, you know, last or whatever happened, man. Obviously getting, you know, a new coach, which was our old coach, we kind of thought it was going to be a different feel for us. Yeah. You know, got, obviously he had a little bit of <laughs> different feelings, but man, I wish we could have got to play in Seattle. That shit would have been awesome, man. Yeah, man. And I mean, cause then we even, we had Mike came up. Um, mm -hmm. We got we got Pinkard. Yes, we had a whole bunch of Trojans. Right. In All the Trojans got yeah. yeah. It was a reunion of sorts, and it would have been it would have been special. Yeah, and that's when even Sark and Kenichi was coaching at Washington. They was at UW, so we used to see everybody at practice. It was I can't lie for a few when I was there for my three weeks. I was there before he let me go. It was like I can't. It was an awesome feeling, man. And Seattle was a great state, man. It was. The fans there are clearly, y'all got some diehards out there, man. I, mm -hmm. I, and I was wearing that 24 for Kobe, man. I, yeah, that would have been awesome to do that. That would have been, that would have been fun, man. Lofa, I want to ask you about um, when you led the team out of the tunnel and kind of being back at USC, just like the environment, because we talk a lot about how the fan perspective is changing. People are really getting behind this team. And we didn't see that last year or the year before, frankly, for quite a while. What was the environment like when you got to do that and kind of like your feeling about how maybe the tide is changing? Man, it was incredible. Um, you know, just to, to see everybody back. Oh, what is that? That's not <laughs> mine. I promise that's not mine. <laughs> you good, that. brother. One second. Let me get this out of here. <laughs> What's wrong with this? Like that, it's yours. I just changed the ringtone. <laughs> it's definitely not mine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, leading the team out the tunnel, it's one of the greatest experiences, you know, I think you could ever have. I, I didn't get a senior night. So, yeah. you know, where you get to walk out, Lindale, you didn't either, right? You left as a junior. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to have that one last walk down the tunnel and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, and know it's your last time, I didn't get to have that. I didn't know at the time I was going to leave early, but um the the special part about it was like you said the atmosphere i mean people were going nuts a night game i want more night games i, yeah. used, to, I used to hate the 12 o'clock kickoff or the whatever it was right uh, we love them 7 p.m games yeah. man yeah I, I sweat a lot you know so i need <laughs> I, I need a cool but um yeah i think the coolest experience though was uh we walked around the football building and my kids got to see my dad who played for the trojans mm -hmm. on the 1974 national championship team and then on the 2004 championship team, you got to, they got to see me too, because they never got to meet their grandfather. And so having them there to witness it and, um, you know, them just to see what college football should be like and what it is about when we get to the top, you know, how, how amazing it is. And so we're headed in that direction. I think Lincoln's done a, a you know, tremendous job with the guys he brought in, you know, either through high school or, or the transfer portal. Guys just want to play for him. And so um, I, I get the sense that it's headed back to you know us being you know that team again i get that same yeah. feeling it's hard not to man when you i don't care about the rankings obviously them rankings mean jack squat because we can you know squander next week and whatever yeah i'm talking about like you said the players that's coming in the coaching staff where these players are believing now in them um you know we got a, a good a defensive coordinator he grinch is showing us that he you know you know how to put kids in position to make plays 
we, I don't like that we're giving up, you know, such big yardage sometimes. But listen, <laughs> when you're only giving up 14 points and you can contain yeah. them at the end, I'm not mad at it. That's points is what matters. So, yeah, I feel the excitement like you do, man. And, you know, we like, again, we talk about these parallels and all the feelings, but you, we can't deny it. We, we lived through that time and we, we felt it. So, you know, when we tell the USC faithful, you know, that we need them to keep coming out and keep showing out for us and fill them stands up because those players react to that, man. So well, your fan, the, us fans, we have such a major partners. They have no idea. You know, that, that Coliseum was like half filled before you got there though. Cause I was there in two when, yeah. you know, and then when we went on that amazing run with Carson and Troy, all of a sudden, you know, at the very end, they're like, oh, wow, we're going to go to a BCS. And it started, 90,000 started pouring in. So we're, I'm telling you, a couple more games, we stay undefeated and it's going to happen. And, and I hate the ranking system too, because you could be ranked one, lose one early and still stay in the hunt. So like, if you're not, if you, so I, I wish they would just do away with rankings, like no preseason rankings, just once after five or six weeks from yeah. the season, we see who's actually doing something. We know the power rankings by exactly. then. We know who's really balling and who ain't. Yeah. I, I am curious your guys' perspective because I have this conversation with some of my family members who are diehard Trojan fans. And we talk about whether, like, obviously USC much improved. They're rolling right now. They're ranked in the top 10. Do you think they could compete right now, though, with the likes of Ohio State and Alabama? You yeah, think I'm, so? Okay, because I'm really curious based off the competition they've played now, whether you see them being able to do that. What I've, what I've noticed in my, in my lifetime is that, you know, when you play against better competition, you rise your competition okay. as well. I don't, I'm not saying we'll go out there and dominate, but what I'm saying is the showing that we put out against Bama when they beat the crap out as 56 to whatever, I don't <laughs> that believe was horrible. that's Yeah, I, <laughs> I was in school that. then. Yeah, that was we not We don't have fun. that same team. I, I know we don't have that same team. Those kids are fighting. They believe that they can win. So when you have a belief that you can go out there and beat anybody, yeah, I believe that we can compete with Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, yeah. whoever they put in front of us. I think that if we go... If we continue to play the way we're playing right now, at the end of this season, if we're ranked in the top four, I do. I believe when we get in there, we're not gonna get beat up. Okay. <laughs> we we yeah. might shock the whole world, and I've been saying that. The, yeah. When the snowball goes down the hill, it's hard to stop it. When you Ooh. believe, man, you get some great. I'm just hey, being real. But it's the truth, and I yeah. mean that's why you know the the close games. Like we weren't winning those in the past. Yeah. Something would something would go wrong, and it was kind of like oh shit. Here it goes again. Here we go again. But, but you know, when, when me and Lindale were in school, and I'm just saying, it was a different mindset, you know? Um, and that's something that it comes with experience and just believing, like you said, that you're going to come up, someone's going to come away with a big play, whether it's offense, defense, special teams, to turn the game. And we just kept fighting. And that's how two years starting with these guys, 25 and one, Lindale, 30 four and two, somebody, it was like wild. Absurd. Yeah, that's absurd. Yeah. Um, a 34 win streak, game win streak. Like those are, those are numbers that are probably never going to be touched. Like, yeah. It, it's, it's hard to, to sustain that kind of, uh, you know, um, greatness, really, if we're talking about oh, it. Yeah. It was, it was something special. And we didn't know it at the time. Not we were just like, hey, we just got to win today. We, you know, we got to, and then practice. Practice was everything. Like that practice was so much harder than every Saturday. And it showed when we showed up, uh, you know, to, to play the game. But you know why that is when you got somebody like you loafer, you got Kenichi, you got Sean Cody, you got 
uh, Darnell Bean, you got Will Poole. Like when you talking about said Ellis, Lawrence Jackson, we talking about unlimited draft picks on the defense side. Y'all clearly made us better every day. It was no way that we can go out there and bro, like I remember running or playing like, once we got older, you would be like, you'll let us off you, thud us around. But there was no way when we first got in there, we tried to tiptoe through that hole. You he wasn't no. Us out. <laughs> there yeah. was no way in hell. He, he, he had, had to teach us. We had eight first, second, and third rounders in front of me. <laughs> right? That's wild. That's That's so crazy. I was like, yo, I, was, I knew how blessed I was. I knew how great these guys were. And uh, eventually the world saw it. But, you know, and, and then I had arguably one of the best football players that ever set foot in, in the Trojan oh, uniform. <laughs> Matt grew good. Oh, Matt G too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, but in the secondary, secondary was wild. Will Poole, um, you know, Leach, we, uh, Bing. T Deuce. They're T two. I mean, yeah. E right. <laughs> It's, you like could Aaron literally Wright. list them all off. Yeah. It's so crazy because all these players were getting drafted. Like so much depth. Oh my god! Like, and I don't think USC. Like, I think that when we go back to like the USC faithful, they're so used to Hollywood is a, a, a crazy place. They love winners. You know, they're not gonna come out for some no. mediocre bullcrap. They want to see winning. So I, I, I definitely, I'm with them. Like, I wouldn't come out. No, no. Sorry, Clay, I'm nothing against you, but I wouldn't want to come see that either when you're struggling against Rice or struggling against Western Kentucky or whoever it may be. That just, that just doesn't seem like a game I want to go to as well, man. So right. yeah, when you're out there beating up on people and, and people seeing this and you're on ESPN, the fans start seeing it like, oh, we need to go check our guys out again. So but check it out. To take it a step further, you know, like Clay Matthews is a walk-on. This man, is talk about it. Still, that story talk gets me it, to man. this day. Yeah, this, this is crazy. Guy's gonna go talk to the about whole it. Game at the professional football level, you know, someday. And so, um, just you in that 05 season, the year after I left, him, Cushing, Ray, Kaluka, they were running down on kickoff. Like, you know, you have any idea how scary that is for I would be terrified. I'm out. <laughs> Like, what are you gonna There's do? The, they're they're all huge and they can all run and like and they're phenomenal football players. Yeah. So it's like and uh, Luther, forget oh, about Luther, hardhead Luther. Yeah, that guy could hit. Luther, I'm sorry, Luther and Ray Maliuga, the two hardest hitting people I've ever played against in my life. I hated I hated practicing against those two players. I swear yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Every day they were going to come. It didn't for some reason they didn't get concussions or didn't feel pain. <laughs> I'm sorry, them two. That was the hardest. Luther was they didn't the hardest. Feel pain. Yeah. They didn't, Kristen. I'm telling you, Ray. I'll never forget it. That kickoff against UCLA when he came to, or or the quarterback, quarterback. where he flattened on the sideline. I was like, oh my god, man. Yeah, Ray's, Ray's the hardest hitting dude I've ever seen. That's why I left early so I didn't get my job taken. Nah, <laughs> hey, I highly doubt that because listen, when we see. What you did when you went on up to the big boys, it was crazy. You know, it's so crazy because PC, you you remember this. PC's like, why would you go, man? I don't think you're gonna get drafted in the first day, second day. You'd probably be a seventh round pick. He goes, he's a second round pick. Not only is he a second round pick, he goes up there, he's starting. He gets what three or four picks in his first year. I think you scored a couple of times. You make, uh, I'm pretty sure you went to the Pro Bowl your freshman or your rookie year. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, man, listen, we got to play with you. Mosi. I'm telling you. If you don't think that you raised the bar for me because of what I've seen out of you, you're crazy. 
you talk about all them first rounders and people, I get it, cause I was there on that team, but man, it was you and seeing how not so much of the hype, Matt Grudegood and all that, like I seen it, but to see you, and if we would have had you versus Texas, there's no way we lose that game. Don't talk there's about no it, way. don't talk about it. I we have don't, to I don't because want to he it. left us. I needed him, I just needed hey. my big bro one last game. Okay, whatever, there's other guys that have left their school and their school lost the national title the next year. But Tommy Harris, if he's there for Oklahoma, that's a different oh, game. Yeah, that big boy, yeah. So, but it never gets brought up. It always gets brought up because I left. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta change that. No, because Lofa, you was the guy that ran the middle, man. You would have kept them guys outside. Listen, hey, Rich Young rolls out, stay and keep. Oh, guys, I don't like. I would have liked to have thought that I could have made one play that made a difference, but you know, NFL stands for not for long. And you, you had know, to get your you had to take had, it when you could. You got to go when your stock's the highest. Another hundred tackles and some picks and, and sacks, they weren't gonna push me into the first round. And yeah. I, I know a lot of people were surprised when I went second. Um, you know, I really wasn't. I, I had the confidence that my tape with, with these guys was enough. And, you know, just so many big games that we played in. And, and those were actually my best games. So I was like, I hope, you know, it's enough for my resume. And, and it turned out. And I, again, when I got to Seattle, though, I fell into had another number one offense. Like no one talks about that. I had a number one offense in college and the number one offense in the NFL. It makes life a lot easier. Yes, sir. The best shit, man. Nah, I'm giving you your flowers mostly because you was that dude, and I I don't care what nobody says. I'm I'm, I'm blessed to have a big bro like you, man. And the, the fact that you know I can call you anytime. We text on a regular. This ain't just a you know. This ain't just for camera. People don't realize that you know we always talking, and yeah. we literally have a, a group text message where we interact and we talk about all you current children and coaches. So listen, if if you ain't doing good or if you're messing up, just know that we are probably selling your ass out in our group conversation, man. So, so what was my, that group chat like the last like six years? Oh, um, sad. <laughs> a whole bunch of cry faces. Um, yeah. We need to fire Clay Hilton ASAP. <laughs> that was, that, was, that was mainly every text message for the last six years, fire Clay Hilton. Sorry, Clay, but that was just the truth, man. We needed something new. We, there, was a, we, there was a lot of venting, a lot of healing that took place in that show. A lot so, of therapeutic healing. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Leave it there. Thank you, Lincoln. We needed you, man. Um, I want to ask, because I have you both, do you have, like, when you think back on your time at USC, like, one memory that sticks out to you guys? Except for, of course, winning the, na the national championship, because I think that's probably an obvious, but is there another memory that, like, sticks out in your mind that is a hallmark of your time there? I, I'll let you go, Loaf. Yeah. I really, I can't, I can't look past the national yeah. title because of all how much hard work and sacrifice and how much commitment yeah. to, to the game and to each other playing for your brother, how much it really, and that's why we still all stay in touch, you know, championship yeah. teams, they're just closer by nature. They just, they're true brothers. It's a brotherhood. And so, um, no, man, ho hoisting that, the, the crystal ball, you know, for the first like conference, um, even, you know, when we, when we got left out of the BCS the year yep. before and we were pissed off, like, <laughs> you know, um, you know, I know a lot of people were thinking, oh, well, Michigan's going to beat them anyways. They didn't deserve it. And then we, we ran them out of the no, building. Really. <laughs> so it, you know, it's, it's tough to really put yeah. any memory other than those. Cause like we, we know how much went into to winning a national title. You, you almost got to be perfect. We had to be in the, the second one, the first one, we lost that one game, but you know, it's, 
it was a special time to be at SC. And I mean, yeah, my memories are like, you know, God bless my, you know, my guy, Freddie Matua. Freddie. I remember in that game after we scored, he's like, give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. And I gave it to him. He spiked and we got flags. And sh- that, those are the memories that stick out the yeah. most. Like in national championship football, it's like, this is what you dream about your whole life. And we're on yeah. this stage and we're absolutely destroying oh. these boys. And, I, and, you know, when they come to the sideline, you know, Pete's pissed. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> getting the flag and like we're like no bro we got this like don't even worry i told him i ain't gonna lie i was telling steve smith and dominique all week i said if i score i'm doing a dion i'm gonna do the dion wait a minute i got a memory okay good there we go guy (laughs) didn't practice for four weeks oh gosh his his ankle was messed up and then you know but like defense were like yo bro like are you good he's like yo i'll be there don't worry i'll be there there. he goes to the walkthrough and like first time and we're like, I don't know, man. I mean, is, is he, is he going to make it? Comes down and rips 130 or something. Jeez. Two or three touchdowns. I was like, what, what a savage. Hey, it's amazing what that, that magic juice can do for you back oh, in gosh. the locker room, man. I'm telling you, a little shot here, a little shot there. You feel like magic. It's just incredible because we, we knew we needed him, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know how, how important he was to our offense to even to make the make them believe the play actions coming, not just get the 130, 140 yards on the ground, some touchdowns. And it really opens up the whole the playbook for, for Matt and, and all the boys. And so uh, but yeah, we were we were really sitting on defense. Like, yeah, Lendell, we need him. He better play. <laughs> Listen, that's why, man, that man be having me blessing like I'm a little 13 year old. Oh, <laughs> I love it. That's my guy. I love you, big bro. Love you too, brother. And I have to tell you before we go, because our time is running out on my short Zoom subscription that I need to upgrade, but I'm so lazy to do. But Lofa, I have to tell you that when I played Powder Puff, do you want to know what my number was in high school when I played Powder Puff? 58. Yes, you got it. My So I was the, the, the linebacker and my stepdad was the coach and he's like, Kristen, if you don't pick 58, you've got to channel the power of the Trojan greats that came before and wore that number as we're playing like powder puff at my old girls school. But I did have an interception in my game my senior year. So I think it was the 58. Yeah. I, love, I love your stepdad. I love his energy. That's the oh, yeah. energy we need. He's like, Lofa, Ray, now you. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Nice. So I had to tell you that before, because he's very proud of that. We still have my little powder puff jersey. I need a picture of it. Don't <laughs> tell myself what up, though. I yes. They are, they are diehards. They love that I get to talk to y'all all the time. So yeah. nice. I truly appreciate you, big bro. Like, I know you got whatever you got going on, especially that big CBD business you got. I know. <laughs> Matter of <laughs> fact, I need to borrow some money, man. I know you've been booming down there. <laughs> Yeah, I got the cannabis business, 1937 Farms, and then spun off, created a, a CBD business because, you know, my brother was trying to tell me my whole life. He's like, hey, man, yeah, you got to get on the greens. Oh, <laughs> and we weren't, we weren't talking about the veggies. And uh, <laughs> what? And, and I mean, it. you know, I played six years. I say I'm blessed. But in those six years, 15 concussions, 10 surgeries, eight of my 10 wow. surgeries, I, my body was in mine. And physically, mentally, emotionally, just you know, destroyed. And, uh, the plant, the plant brought me back to life. It's given me my best life. And so I'm an advocate for it. Just like my man here, my brother. And, um, yeah, just blessed and trying to, trying to be a messenger for, for it. Can I bring that? You said 15 concussions. That's yes. the only that were documented. 
Yeah, see that. See, okay. when we were playing, no, when we were playing, Kristen, see, with the Tua situation. That's I what understand. I was going to ask about, just because it's understand top of mind for me playing. right now. Yeah. It's so much pressure on you to act like you're not hurt or just play the game. Or, and, and the fact that we just want to play. Like, I can't act. Sometimes we don't realize how serious the concussion is. We might have the black dots and you're like, oh, I'm okay. Just yeah. go back in the game. You don't realize, you know, That's how bad you really can you be hurt and stuff. And, and the pressure again, you don't want to let your team down. So I can see why Tua was in the game. He, he yeah. didn't want to miss the game. So he scary. still wants to play. And he probably didn't think he was even hurt like that, honestly. Yeah, I know. I like Lofa said. I didn't got him. I know. I probably had at least oh, fifteen. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but I never you, told anybody. When you see the dots, you know, like uh, that, Lofa, that I used to see that every time I hit one of y'all in practice. Oh, it's the truth. No, it's the truth. Like that's just you know how it is. It's a game, and you know we're gladiators. And I understand being a little more cautious with like quarterbacks because like yeah. they're not used. to We're used to. We're battle-tested yeah. for doing this. They, you know. I don't know. They need to start working their necks out, get some traps, because <laughs> they bet. Yeah, that that's really the only thing that's gonna you know start helping them out. Um, it, it's because you know they're they're usually smaller guys. There's a couple, you know, exceptions to the rule, but we're used to that repeated, you know, uh, I guess you call it trauma. And so yeah. if we don't know. We are. We want to play for our team and our brothers, and we are. It's very there. You're quick to get replaced. That's just the truth. You know, it's a business first, and so. Um, you know, that I think they're doing, taking the right steps to try to, you know, go forward with it. But even in the Tampa game, I think it was the tight end, Bray. Yeah, they, he went yeah. back in. The spotter thought it was like a shoulder. And it's like, yo, if you see a guy stumble, it's not a shoulder. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's like, in yeah. the way Tua was shaking his head, that you don't shake your head. That's for what a, I was, yeah. Back. Yeah, for a they back. They said it was a back injury. You're like, what? I mean, I yeah. guess the next spine is connected to the back. It is the back, but... You know, that, that might be their loophole. Yeah, the second one really did it for me. Like the Sunday night or the Thursday night game where yeah. his hands broke. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. the word. When you see that, that's when it's like, man. It, You're like, you okay, know, yeah, then you concussion. know the first one was a little bit more serious than the one before. That's what. Yeah, because yeah, it was what, four days? They went right four, to the yeah. game from there. And so, like, it's just, there's, there's no way you can pass protocol that quickly. So, there's going to be some changes made that. They're getting a lot of shit for it, you know, as they should, because I mean, dude, it's, it's, it's look, I love this game, but at the end of the day, we have to remember it's a game and there is an afterlife. And so, sure. you know, that's, um, you know, like I said, that's something that I think that cannabis and hemp CBD, it's, I feel like I can play again. And I didn't, I didn't feel like that when I was in the Pro Bowl, man. I felt like <laughs> shit. I'm telling you, that cannabis playing is amazing. I think we need to get like an alumni game going so I can see all suit up again. No, Lindell's like, no. <laughs> Listen, not if they bringing out him and Ray and, and Luther and them. Hell no. I'm cool. Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't want to see them black dots no more. <laughs> nah, for real. I mean, if it if it really wasn't, you know, all jokes aside, I would try to go back and play just so I could have my kids see me play. I think yeah. that would be special. But if I wasn't worried about, well, one, I don't want to hurt anybody anymore. I mean. Yeah. You know, it was part of the job, right? Yeah. And then also, I don't want to get hurt anymore. So, um, you know, that if it wasn't for concussions, I'd consider going back out there. Hell yeah, me too. I wouldn't. That's that's the main thing. I'm with you. Like that concussion shit, though, and the fact that CT that I, we know it's real. So, like, I'm with you now. 
Now that doesn't say I wouldn't rewind and do this shit all over again. I definitely, I would yeah. do it all over 10,000 times now, but, but now but that I'm in this. With what I know now, yeah. I'd, be using, I'd be using the plant. I'm telling you, I would be using the plant rather than all that other shit. Yes, sir. I'm telling you. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to hit on, Lundell? I upgraded my subscription, so now we have plenty of time. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know. I seen it was still going. I was like, I mean, I, yeah, no, honestly, I was good. I don't know. Whatever you want to, if you still wanted to go, I, whatever. I Okay. I'm going to ask a, maybe a controversial question, um, but because you guys played during this time, you think uh, your old teammate Reggie will ever uh, be welcome back in full to campus? And then do you think he'll ever get, they'll ever kind of give the the whole Heisman thing back? And I know USC is trying to bring it back, but I'm curious, like, as that was all going on and in the years past with all of the scandals that have gone on at other schools, like what you think about the way that USC situation was handled, just because I can talk to y'all about it because you were living in it. I mean, I got mixed emotions on it. I, I've just seen a little, um, I just seen a, um, the interview he did with the I Am Athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like he said, he wants the Heisman back for like his kids and his family. And I, I respect that because that is definitely a part of them, but it's like, you know, we've been holding him down for, you know, 20 years and, you know, and telling him the same thing. I, I kind of wish he would be like, listen, I, I want that back for USC and, and, and us because that's a team award. It's for everybody that went to USC, you know. Or I, even all the vacated, like the wins and all of that. Yeah. 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 I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I, I believe he should get his Heisman back hands down. It's not even a question. I think they they messed up the and, and they botched that a long time ago. So I think that, you know, they're hiding their hand. They're trying to find a way, you know, to still figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, I think he definitely should get his Heisman back. And, and they handled that a horrible, horrible. They just... They played that whole situation. That situation could have been handled a million times better and he wouldn't be, you know, even in this situation, man. So, yeah. But the only thing I would like him, I would like to hear him say like that that award is for the team too, because, you know, like we want to see it back in USC as well because he deserves it. Oh, it it crushed me not seeing the five, you know, the five should be up in the rafters, you know, like with all the other Heismans. And and so like, I'm looking up there and I'm just like, just makes you sad. Like, man, like all of it, all that we, but him in particular too, you know, all he did, uh, you know, to, to put SC back on the map, you know, with us, it's like, man, he deserves to get that back. Yeah, give a man his Heisman back for sure. It's only right. And plus, everybody that played that year seen exactly what went on. I've talked to Vince Young. Vince Young was one of my former teammates. Ain't no way in hell he wants that Heisman. You know what I mean? Because everybody voted for one person. So that's like, you know, we, we know who they voted for. It's only right, man. It's time. Now, I'm not, I'm only saying it's time because like, it's time. You know yeah. what I mean? He did his time. It, it's been what twenty years, man. Twenty years. And I leave, like you know, let the man. You, yes, his kids and need it, to see that thing on the on the coffee table where they can run by and pose next to it and stuff. It's yeah. okay. Speaking of staying for senior year, if Lindale stays for his senior year, we have a third straight and a fourth uh, in five years. Yeah. <laughs> see, I had no idea. <laughs> Loaf, I had no idea the magnitude of what we were playing in at the time. Yeah. Like you said, like once that, once the end of that game and the thought of losing Matt and Reggie, like, bro, that was, I ain't gonna lie. It was scary. It was like, damn, like I've been doing it three years with these two, you yeah. know, I, I could count on Matt. I, I knew Matt was going to get the job done. I don't care what nobody say. Matt is 
my top two quarterbacks of all time, period. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, but, you know, I, nothing against John David, but you know, when you got a younger guy coming up, it was like, uh, now, and then just thinking back, Chauncey Washington, myself, you know, the uh, yeah. Joe McKnight dog, ain't no telling what we could have did, man. Oh, Bro, it would have been insane. Uh, I mean, I just, I can't imagine the, the records you would have broken, um, you know. Just that was good. hindsight is so crazy. 2020. Yeah. That, that, it sucks, man. It sucks. Cause you're right. Knowing what I know now, there's no way I don't go back for just my senior year. Yeah. Just just to, to put that shit forever in stone. You know what I mean? Like I had to give you a little shit. You gave me shit for leaving as a junior. Yeah, but <laughs> teammates see, do. I had to follow, I follow Big Bro's footsteps. They said, you know, when people's like when they telling you that you might not get drafted, you this and that, you're not that good. And you're like, hold on, man. Yeah, I get that Reggie's good, but I only got 10 less yards than him. I got 15 yeah. more touchdowns. How the hell am I not as good as this first round draft pick? And I'm I believe, going. I believe we were both 45 overall. overall yeah, second round 45s, man. That's yeah. That is That's cool. I deal. didn't know that. That's awesome. And that was back to back years. Back to back years too, yeah. Okay, I'm going to give you two quick ones before we go. As you look at this team, who do you think is the Lofa Tatupu of this team and who's the Lendell White? Like, do you see any, like, players that you're like, oh, you play with my style or you play with my style? Or not yet. We haven't gotten there yet. I, I haven't seen enough yet, but I'll okay. tell you, you know, 58 solo. Solid, yeah. man. Just what he's been through, you mm -hmm. know, um, if you want to draw a parallel, you know, and I, I went through it later in my career in the NFL with the injuries, but he's got the heart of a true champion yep. to, to, you know, it's been three years, I think, where he just it has, yeah. went on IR and couldn't play at all. And to keep that mindset and not be affected by, I even texted him. I said, Hey man, you, you were a real champion and keep, keep kicking ass because now he moved up to, to DN where, you know, yeah. a lot of guys would have been like, I can't even play my position. Cause he is he's a hell of a linebacker. Uh, yeah. And, and so I said, Hey, just, you know, he, he didn't say anything, but I said, hey, man, this is just going to add to your skill set for when you go to the league. So, you know, now, because he'll probably get moved back to, to linebacker, uh, I think he'd be a, a great 3-4 inside linebacker. And now he'll have the pass rush skills to match it, too. So, um, but I just, the way he's handled all of it, the adversity, and just keeps coming back, man, that's, that's, what, that's what champions are all about. Yeah, I love that. I would have. Um, there was a there was a linebacker that we lost. He was dope to me. Do you remember number one? What was his name? He, I think he transferred oh, to Ohio State. He is in Ohio State. I forgot. Was, I mean, clearly, I know we lost him with Clay and them. But I think that if he could have had better coaching at USC, he would have been another one of those guys that we would have been like, he's a, a one of them chosen greats, man. Yeah. It's probably definitely time. My nieces and them showed up to the house and they making yeah. all kind of noise in the next room. So we probably have to okay. end this one. No, Lofa, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, like I said, my parents are going to be ecstatic when they listen to this one. So you've got a, a fan forever in my family. All right. Hey, well, great to meet you. Yeah. on everybody. My brother, Lindell. I love you, brother. And, uh, you. you know, I'll be happy to join you guys any other time, you know, during the season. All right, I appreciate thank you, man. Thank you, love. We always end it with a fight on to each other. So this is Believe in USC Football Podcast sponsored by Bet Online. Fight on, y'all. Fight on. <laughs> fight on.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.